Hello everybody, Brett Stewart here. I do want to leave a message at the top of the program to thank Plectone. That is one of our sponsors and this show could not happen without them. That is P-L-E-C-T-O-N-E. They create a guitar pick called the Double Pulse, which combines two guitar picks in the one for a fantastic sound. I would really highly recommend it if you are a guitarist or if you are looking to start stocking stuffing early. This is a perfect stocking stuffer for the guitarist in your family. Check them out at Plectone.com. We highly recommend them. It's a pick you should definitely own if you play the guitar. All right, enjoy this episode of The Jukebox. You've got The Jukebox. You're listening to The Jukebox, your monthly dose of the very best indie music around. Please welcome your host, Brett Stewart. Hello, hello, hello. This is Brett Stewart. You are indeed listening to the Jukebox Podcast. This is our episode for October of 2016. Typically, these episodes come out on the 25th of every month. And as the investigative of you already know, and by that I mean the people who emailed me, and thank you for that. I appreciate you guys keeping me on the ball. This is coming out a day later on the 26th. The reason I did that is because yesterday I was sick as a dog. It was real sick. It was not going well. No bueno. And I did not want to be on that microphone. And trust me, you guys did not either. I connect with you guys about twice a month. I want to make sure that I sound my tip top finest when I do so. So I really appreciate your patience. We are back on the feed. This should hit your uh, RSS feed regardless of where you listen to by the end of this evening. This is October 26th, 2016. And earlier in the week, we did release a new jukebox roundtable. I figured that would hold you over an extra day. And uh, that it was a wonderful discussion. I was joined by two guests, Phil Rude and Carrie Sims, both on the Blazing Caribou Studios Network, where I do another show. And we talked about Bob Dylan winning the Nobel, winning the Nobel Prize. We talked about Abbey Road funding musical technology startups. We talked about all sorts of new releases and music you should have your ear to the wall on and be ready when it comes out because some cool stuff is coming around the corner. All of that and more is in that discussion. If you haven't checked it out, go ahead and do that. Uh, One other thing, we have gotten a bunch more submissions. That's great. Typically, we scour the world and the internet to curate the show. We're getting a lot more submissions. Those are always appreciated. That does tell me that more people are listening to the show or at the very least, we're popping up on more search results and people are Googling, where will people play my music? And we're popping up. And that's cool because we probably will. Well, we might. <laughs> but you should send it along because that has been nice. But again, I've repeated this probably three months in a row now, but it bears repeating. Uh, make sure you put jukebox submission in that subject line. If you don't, there's a very good chance our filters 
We'll filter that right on out. Because we get a lot of spam email as well. We also get a lot of non-serious requests and business requests. All that jazz. We don't want to deal with that. Do jukebox submission. That way we know it's from you and we know to listen to it and take it into serious consideration. Okay. Now enough about the logistics of the show. Enough about me being sick and who sponsors the show and all that jazz. It's all important. Maybe, maybe not me being sick, but all the rest is fairly important. Let's do the show. As always, the jukebox has what we call the jukebox promise. And that is that we will never create anything less than exceptional on this program. We will not play music that is not exceptional in its own right. Now that requires you as the listener to open up your mind to things that you might not traditionally listen to. Whether that be R&B, blues, hip-hop, rock and roll, spoken word, reggae, instrumental music, classical music, metal. Because I promise whatever we play, it is worth your time. It really, really, really is. I can't stress that enough. Because one thing that I get from listeners and emails, and it keeps me going on this program, is... I didn't think I liked blank, and then I listened to this artist, and now I like blank. And that's a really rad thing, because sometimes you just need a push in the right direction, an accessible entry point to a lot of different genres and stylings. And if you don't, if you don't like them, that's okay. At least you are a more educated musical listener. So, tonight's episode, we've got a lot of really cool stuff going on. I have some wonderful acts to play for you guys perhaps one of the more compelling or at least one of the more eclectic song lists that we have had in recent months not to say that previous months have not been eclectic we always are eclectic is our middle name here on the jukebox podcast but i do have some really cool stuff going on oh and by the way one more disclaimer at the top of this program as you all know many of you the jukebox studio is in chicago illinois and if you hear screaming at any point in this program, I'll probably be able to cut that. But if you hear any noises in the background, that's our cubbies. <laughs> they're going to the well, they're in the World Series, and who knows, maybe they'll win it. But it's game two tonight, and there's nowhere you can go in this city where you will not hear people listening to that game. Okay, that's a good disclaimer. To throw at the top of the program. The first act we are going to listen to is the Onlys. That is O N L Y S Onlys. It's the moniker of Mark Pelesser, that's P-O-S-E-L-E-R, and it's his debut record recorded entirely by himself, produced, released, all him. He's a multi-instrumentalist, he plays all the music, uh, he plays all the instruments on the tracks, they're all real instruments, there's no midis, there's no samples, and they're very impressive songs. Now he has remarkable range over the course of this EP. So I am going to go ahead and I'm going to play two or three of these tracks to exhibit some of that for you. This is a beautiful track that almost has a Phil Spector-esque production to it, and I love that about it. It's called Sing For You. Let's kick it off with the onlys. Check it out. Drop down to the ground. 
That was Sing For You by the Onlys. Again, that is the moniker of Mark Polesser. That's P-O-S-E-L-E-R. We're going to play a couple more songs off of that album because I think that's such a wonderful song. It has such build to it. Again, it is that Phil Spector-esque wall of sound that just bombards you by the end of the track. And I think that's a really phenomenal sound. But not every single one of the tracks on the album are like that, or else I wouldn't play several tracks. The next track we're going to play, however, is called Time Traveler. Check it out. Thank you. 
everybody that was the onlys and the song was time traveler and you could tell that was very different than sing for you which was the first song we played and i wanted to show that dichotomy within the music of the onlys because i think that's very important i think mark is doing a phenomenal job within that sound and that moniker of creating a huge array of styles all within one cohesive product i actually wanted to play another song off that called bring me back but upon re-listening to it i realized 
it was a little explicit. There were some things I could not play on this program, and I'm not a fan of going through and censoring artists unless they've pre-censored it for me. So I'm just going to go ahead and refer you to that. Go and check it out. Uh, that, again, that is the onlys. All right, we're going to move along. We are going to play something dramatically different. I'm just going to keep jumping left and right here throughout this whole program. Keep each of you on your toes. This is a man named Brian Lee Robinson. The song is called That Old Cat. And uh, it was a song written for an old friend of his. She traveled all over Texas, Tennessee, and Arkansas with him. And I, he called her his road cat. She hated everyone else, but she loved my rotten old ass like no one else. That's what Brian wrote to me about this song. It's really a quirky song because it reminds me of classic country music, and I absolutely adore that. When I listen to this song, I think of the country music of the 50s and the 60s, and I just adore it. I just love this sound. There's not a lot of this in the contemporary country scene whatsoever. A lot of country, especially popular country, has translated into more of a pop movement. It's really just pop music with a twang and a couple acoustic guitars and some cowboy hats. Not to say there's anything wrong with you liking Taylor Swift. We all got a place for the T-Swizzle in our heart, I suppose. But Brian Lee Robinson is the real deal. This is the kind of music that all popular country and country post 1950 and 60 is very much rooted within this songwriting style this cadence and delivery and vocal delivery and this compositional style and the way it's performed and structured so i really love that about brian and i think this is a great tune i hope you enjoy it check out that old cat Catch ain't too pretty now. She's gray and losing hair. Man, she used to be black and shiny, fat as a baby bear. She was there when Sandy left me. Took the baby and just walked out of here. Then that old cat watched me climb in a bottle and drink for the next ten years. Hell, I don't know how she stood me. I forgot to feed her time and again. But that old cat, she stayed with me till I sobered up. She's my old faithful friend. That old cat watched me crash and burn and watched me rise again. Just like a dog 
That old cat is pure unconditional love to a man that almost lost it all. So I'm sorry I got so angry, Doc, when you suggested that I put her to sleep. But you see, I know down deep inside that that old cat, well, she never gave up on me. That old cat watched me crash and burn and watched me rise again. Then said to help me lick my wounds and soothe the pain within. That old cat paid her dues with me like nothing and no one else. You see, that old cat, she loved That was Brian Lee Robinson. The song is called That Old Cat. I really dig what he's doing there. It's got a great classic flair to it. It's unlike anything I'm hearing in indie music right now, so I'm so happy Brian Lee Robinson is keeping that sound alive and well. Upon listening to it again, I would argue there is a lineage to be made starting with perhaps Sunday Morning Coming Down popularized by Johnny Cash, written by Chris Christopherson, and perhaps Bill Kirchin's Down to Seeds and Stems Again too, which is a song he wrote in the 70s for the Commander Cody Band, which he later recorded as a solo artist and tours with today. That Old Cat very much sounds like those two songs, and it very much sounds like it's within that family of country stylings. So, if you enjoyed that old cat, those songs might be a good place to continue your journey. Check them out if you did. We're going to move right along. Our next artist is James Connor. Connor is spelled C-O-N-O-R. He's from Belfast, Northern Ireland. His new EP, it's his debut. It's called Entry Point. It's got a couple great songs on it. I really Enjoy what he is doing here. We're going to play two songs from it because they're dramatically different from one another. And this first song is called Not Anymore. Check it out. James Conner. You know that everybody knows the future that they hold some way It might not be in black or white But you know it will be right someday Think a lot, you think of everything you've got in a day But do you know just how you feel and is this feeling real? Tell me Oh, look at you, say to Who do you think you are? 
be the green light. Here we go. Cause you really do me know you want more. It's all the time, and it seems it never ends for a day. Now, I would classify James as singer-songwriter, which nowadays is a very broad categorization, but it's still an apt one for what he's doing there. In that song, again, that was called Not Anymore, he kind of delves into a more of a soulful vibe, and that is accentuated by that acoustic singer-songwriter mentality that he is embodying. It's very easily digestible, very accessible, it's something you could listen to in a coffee shop and be perfectly content reading your book. It would not disrupt you. But at the same time, if you hone in on the lyricism, you can tell he's doing a really fine job executing his emotions. We're going to listen to another song from James Connor. This song is called Chillin'. It is a live recording that he put on this EP, and it sounds more like a Dave Matthews track in comparison to Not Anymore, at least. And I love that James put this on his record because when he's live, he does, uh, more recently Shaky Graves has made this popular, where he plays acoustic guitar, he sings, but he also plays a bass drum with his foot using a foot pedal. And that's become more popular in more recent years, again, Shaky Graves being a big catalyst for that, because uh, they went out, or he went out on stage down uh, in South by Southwest last year and really blew up doing that. But I, I digress. It is a really neat sound because it's very stripped down in comparison to Not Anymore. Not Anymore, not anymore is very well produced, but it does have a lot of production around it. That's not a bad thing. But in comparison to Chillin', Chillin' is a very bare-bones approach to Connor's music, and I think that's awesome to have that contrast and be able to look at both of them. That's what we're going to do right now. Again, this song is Chillin' by James Conner off the EP Entry Point. Where are you going? Because I'm just staying here. 
my guitar is near I'll only be playing for a minute Until the end of my fingers get sore Just give me that minute And I'll be out that door No, no Just chilling, just chilling, just chilling right now. I'm just chilling, oh, just chilling, just chilling right now. The time's now 4:30. Time I sit chilling, I do nothing fast. I can't be asked. It's just like being in my castle, 'cause I'm the Lord. I guarantee before I walk out that door, I'll play just one more chord. No, no. Just please, where I can stay all day. I'm just chilling, just chilling, just chilling right now. Just chilling, oh, just chilling, just chilling right now. I'm just chilling, just chilling. Just chilling right now. Just chilling, oh, just chilling. Just chilling right now. Okay, everybody, that was James Connor. Check him out if you would like to read my full review of Entry Point. I do have a more detailed write-up of that EP on my website. Just go to brettdavidstewart.com and click the uh, Independent Spotlight page. I do want to take a minute right now, though, to talk about the second sponsor that is sponsoring tonight's program and making it possible. I really cannot stress enough how important these sponsors are because very much like the independent artists that we showcase here on the show, the Jukebox itself is an independent endeavor. It's made out of love and a lot of time, and very often it's just me. I mean, on occasion, I will have help and I will have collaborators and guests, but this is my labor of love to help promote independent music. So it means the world when we can have people like this sponsor hop on board to help us. And that sponsor is College Radio Day. College Radio Day is coming right around the corner here on Friday, November 4th. It is actually the sixth annual celebration of college radio. If you are on a college radio station, you can register on their website. If you would like to learn more about college radio, find a participating station, all that good stuff, sign up for their mailing list, give back to college radio and donate. You can go ahead and do that at collegeradio.org. I will say that I have personally been involved with college radio 
It's a very, very valuable thing, and I think people underestimate that because when you listen to your major stations in every city and every state, uh, particularly here in the U.S., I cannot speak elsewhere, your music is essentially being controlled by CBS or ABC or whoever owns that radio station. And the corporate bean counters descend upon the content creators and the on-air personalities. And it becomes... The, the magic is lost in many ways in corporate professional radio nowadays. A lot of that independent love of the music and the art is missing. And I think a lot of people realize that and notice that when they do listen to those stations. College radio, however, is very, very different in that regard. Because college radio is a place where students and very talented students come into these stations and learn the craft, and they do so by applying their skills in very unique and exciting and dynamic new ways that allow them to experiment with new content, new shows, playing new music, having new guests, all of those different things. And that's a really rad thing, because what that allows the station to broadcast is a bevy of content that you will never find on a station that's just being run by corporate bean counters over at CBS. So I cannot encourage you enough to go over to collegeradio.org, find a local supporting station, or just tune into your nearest college radio station. Check it out. There's going to be some good stuff going on there. I promise you that. Here's a quick ad from them, and then we'll get going again with the show. College Radio Day 2016 is coming on Friday, November 4th. Hey, this is Sean Lennon, and I support College Radio. To me, it's like the beating heart of American alternative you know, music culture in a way. Songs I've never heard, but I move anyway. Tune in and enjoy a national celebration of the day when college radio comes together. Hi, this is Moby, and I very, very happily support College Radio Day. So join us on November 4th as we ignite the soul of college radio and declare to the world that college radio is alive and kicking. Hi, I'm Alanis Morissette, and I support college radio. But I won't do your homework. Please don't ask me. For more information, please visit collegeradio.org. Okay, everybody, College Radio Day. Check it out. Sean Lennon told you to. Now you got to do it, right? Our next artist is Countless Thousands. They are a Californian act. Now, they're very much punk, pop, rock, if that makes any sense. I would align this with early 2000s music, perhaps akin to My Chemical Romance or Panic at the Disco, maybe, All-American Rejects, perhaps. That era of the early 2000s where... Punk music was starting to have a revival within a younger generation, but it was having a revival in a very popish fashion. Now, I am not particularly fond of that specific subgenre of either of pop or punk, but I can appreciate its scope within the early 2000s, especially because a lot of my generation was very into it and still is. But there's a revival of that sound coming back, and I think Countless Thousands is within that, but I think they're very digestible and accessible and enjoyable for someone who does not enjoy pop punk, quote-unquote. So I really want to share these guys with you because their music is incredibly good. This is pure rock and roll at its finest. It's wham-bam, thank you, ma'am. It's fantastic. I love what they're doing. Their new EP is called uh, Your GD Right. Again, that is... Your blank damn right. I'm pretty sure I can't say 
GD, the full word, on my on my podcast without getting kicked on uh, the expl- the explicit rating on iTunes. So fill in the blank there. It's not that hard. It, again, this is countless thousands, and the songs we're going to be playing, we're going to play two of them, and the first one is called The Ass Kickers Union, and I love this track. And what's particularly interesting about this track is they released a music video along with it, and it's over 4,000 still images combined together in this wonderful uh, animation that is just phenomenally done with lights. I can't recommend it enough. Look up Countless Thousands, The Ass Kickers Union on YouTube, and you will find it. It is very much worth watching. Apparently, it took them about a year just to make that video. And when I saw it, I, I said to myself, well, good thing the song is a great song, or else that would have been a year wasted on a phenomenal video. So check out the Ass Kickers Union, Countless Thousands.
But as soon as this cop leaves, I'm coming home. All right, everybody, that is the band Countless Thousands. That was their song, The Ass Kickers Union. I'm going to play another one by these guys. This song is called excellent horse-like lady uh this has some fantastic personality to it it's really a fun tune and i love the lyricism because it's about essentially pining over a woman in north korea uh (laughs) and he talks about how he wants to be in a relationship with her and doesn't want her to be in a relationship with kim kim (laughs) jong-un it's a great song very bizarre a lot of fun check it out excellent horse-like lady
away. Only know what Dennis Rodman say. He don't care to know if you do happy glow. Still animates your life. Young and serene this time of year. But I remain away with Homeland fear. Cause I don't wanna die. Okay, that was Countless Thousands. Check them out. I think that's a really fantastic EP. They got a lot of cool music. Check them out. Our next artist is Sim Ross. He's got some new music out, and we're going to play a single called I Just Love the Way You Dance. He is a Brooklyn, New York-based rock and roller, and he'll be releasing his debut full-length studio effort coming out uh, November, so just this coming month. The effort is going to be called Ohio City Songs, uh, and it follows his EP that was released last year called Broken Wing. He is backed by a band called The Redemption, and he aims to create a fresh and unique sound that incorporates rock influence with Americana. Now, I think he does that very well, and he cites influence like Tom Petty, Bruce Springsteen. When I first heard the song, I said, oh, it's John Mellencamp. So maybe that's an influence as well. I'm not sure. But I did really enjoy this because it is that grovelly, you know, manly Americana Bruce Springsteen, you know, sound that has a a lovely softness to it and has that that poignant lyricism underneath that gravelly voice. So check it out, Sim Ross, I Just Love the Way You Dance. I think it's a beautiful song. Another actress waiting tables in the village Tell the world you got something to prove About ready to walk out the door You ain't got nothing to lose Except your job and your money And that littlest bit of security You wear that look of pain on your face 
face with pride and that don't bother me Your feet on fire like you're taking your last chance Babe, I don't know you, but I just love the way you Patience won't thin like the knee of your best pair of jeans. Spent your last morning prepping your will, and I know what that means. Today is the day that you tell them all to get off your back. Take off your apron, throw it on the floor, and take a long tracks your knees are burning you're about to crumble like an avalanche babe i don't know you but i just love the way you dance i just love the way you Again, everybody, that is Sim Ross. I just love the way you dance. I really hear John Mellencamp in that sound. Moving on, though, we are going to play an act that we've played before, albeit a very long time ago. Typically, I wait at least six to eight months, if not longer, before spinning an act. And it's been about that long uh, with these guys. They're called Those Shadow People. They're actually a Denver-based outfit. And they have a new EP out. It's called 20 Years. If you remember the last time I played them, I believe it was in January or February of this year, or just around the turn of the year, they had released a different EP that incorporated the characters of those shadow people. They are essentially characters in a a comic. And 
when the band releases new music, they release a new comic. And the music is the score and the story of that comic, and they, they coincide together as companion pieces to one another. Meaning that if you enjoy this music, you should go over to their website, you should grab the whole EP, and you should download the comic. Because the comic tells you the story of what's going on in the music, making it kind of the ultimate concept record. And the comic is very beautiful. Those shadow people do a terrific job with the artistry in their comics. They're very worth checking out. But I did want to play this because I haven't played them in a very long time. They got a brand new record out. It is different from anything I've heard them do before. Arguably more polished and more refined. They're really finding their footing on this 20 years EP. And this song is called The Last Time. Check it out. Those Shadow People.
That was Those Shadow People. The song was The Last Time off their new EP called 20 Years. Uh, I think they were very much worth revisiting about a year later at this point because they have evolved their sound in a new, very eclectic, very interesting way. So check them out. Those Shadow People, they are worth following. And again, make sure you get your hand on the comic books, even if you're not a big comic book fan. It'll probably heighten your appreciation of the music to understand the very intricate story that the is behind that music. All right, we're going to move on to our next artist. They are called Soft Ledges. They're an indie rock duo from right here in the Windy City, Chicago, Illinois. And this is their eponymous debut album. It's set for release on November 18th. So this is actually coming out in about two and a half weeks. We have early access to it here on the Jukebox program. I really appreciate them letting me share their music with you because I'm very excited about it. They're from Chicago, and I love that, but more so, they have great music. It's very interesting. They have some immense diversity to their sound. We're going to start off with a track called La Nina, and then we'll go from there. Again, this is Soft Ledges. It is a self-titled debut due out November 18th.
That was Soft Ledges. The song is called La Nina, and that is off of their self-titled debut album due out here in a couple weeks on November 18th. Now, that sound has a bit of a gothic flair to it. Certainly a bluesy flair to it. Very bluesy, very soulful, very explosive in nature, especially in those final minutes of the track. It's almost like something you would hear in the beginning of a Bond movie, I think. I think I think they should sign Soft Ledges up over at MGM Studios to do the, the next Bond intro. Because that's what it sounds like. That's really great. Now, we're going to play one more song off that record to show you a bit of a contrast of the different types of music on it. And this song is called Long Way to the Ground. And as you will hear, it's got a very, very different oral quality to it. Check it out. Can't 
That was Soft Ledges. The song was Long Way to the Ground, due out in a couple weeks on their self-titled debut. That sound actually reminds me quite a bit of Jack White's last record, the one that came out in 2014, Lazaretto. Uh, It sounds a lot like songs uh, Want and Able, Temporary Ground, Entitlement. He definitely had a section of that record that was in the style of something akin to what you just heard. So if that's something you enjoyed, first go check out Soft Ledges, and then you may want to go check out that too. Now moving on, we have our final artist, and most certainly a very special artist. I am particularly excited to play this because I don't get a lot of music like this, and and I'm really excited that this came across my desk. This artist, her name is Janet Brooks, and she is an up-and-coming music producer and composer and she's making some really cool music with a lot of diversity so i would recommend going and checking out what she is doing over there on soundcloud that is janet brooks and you can see what she is doing we're going to play two songs from her catalog i'm going to read a little bit of what she sent me for each of these just so you know what is going on to give some context this first song is called deadly and i just adore it it's instrumental by the way so we're going to close the show with some lovely instrumental tunes, which we don't get a lot of again, and I'm happy we can play these. This track is called Deadly because she was trying to convey a film noir vibe with a modern beat. She also had fun with it by incorporating the rain and thunder in the beginning, the gunshots, the mono violins at the end. The melody and chord progression were something that she wrote back in her college days as a music major. Uh, She's been going through her old compositions and trying to make something out of them in her DAWs, or digital audio workstations that's stuff like ableton uh music maker premium which are the two that she uses but also you know there's logic out there and pro tools and audition all that sort of thing she's taking these compositions and she's going into those and trying to make something out of them uh people often ask her what her genre is and she doesn't really have a definitive answer because her influences reside within jazz and r&b and pop and classical and chill music and i think you can hear a lot of that in her stylings which is very impressive to me, and I think she does a good job culminating those. Uh, she recently got back into making music, so she's fairly new at production. She also plays piano and a little bit guitar. Uh, once she gets her calluses back, she can start working on guitar more. That's what she said to me in this note. That's lovely. I think that this sounds like something that a producer or composer would have created much much further out in their career than just recently getting back into it and playing with old things. I think she's selling herself a little bit short there. Check out Deadly. This is really cool.
All right, that was Janet Brooks, and the song was Deadly. We're going to play one more of Janet's songs to close out the jukebox. This song is called Lisa's Smile. Uh, The composer is Mary Martin, so she did not compose this, but she helped create it, and the music was originally written for piano. Uh... Mary Martin is also a trained musician, music teacher, and pianist. The title is a dedication to her late friend, Lisa, who sadly passed away a couple of months ago. And Janet's contribution is the orchestration and the production, and the piano at the very end is played by Mary Martin. Now, I think this is just a gorgeous tune, very worthy of closing out the jukebox. Check out Lisa's Smile. That was Lisa's Smile, and that was written by Mary Martin. She played the piano there at the end, and it was produced, and the orchestration was done by Janet Brooks. I think it's very fair to say that both Martin and Brooks did an exceptional job of preserving Lisa's memory through that song. They should be very proud of that, because it is a gorgeous song. If that just didn't send some shivers down your spine, I don't know what to tell you. It's very, very well done. And that's going to do it for this episode of The Jukebox for October of 2016 a couple of announcements and then we'll head on out uh first and foremost there will be another jukebox roundtable this coming month and every month after that people seem to really enjoy them and they're a lot of fun to do so it's my pleasure to make those happen you can expect that on your feed between the 15th and 22nd every month that's about when you can expect it the reason i don't put a set date on that program like i do this program is because i bring in an array of guests for the panel 
and I have to coordinate that every single month with each guest and make sure that I can get them all in the same place at the same time. So I would not want to put a specific day on that, but you can expect it about the middle of the month. And then, of course, on the 25th of every month or the 26th, if I'm really sick, uh, you can expect the main Jukebox program. Again, if you want to send us your comments, questions, concerns, your music, jukeboxpodcast at gmail.com. Again, if you are submitting music, put Jukebox Submission in the subject line. Otherwise, if you're sending us anything else, just leave whatever is relevant in that subject line. Uh, Big shout out to all the artists that we showcased this month. It's always a pleasure. Keep sending us music and we'll keep finding music for you guys to listen to. Uh, Big shout out to our sponsors, Plectone and College Radio Day. This show cannot happen without sponsors like that. It's very much appreciated. Finally, I would mention that if you enjoy the show, if you have some thoughts on the show, and you have an iTunes account, maybe that's where you consume your podcasts. I know we're all over the place. We're on Stitcher and Pocket Cast and all that stuff. But if you have an iTunes account, hop on in there. Go look up the jukebox and leave a review on that page. That does help us immensely. I know not everyone consumes their podcasts on iTunes, but if you do have that account and you can hop over there, it really does mean a lot. I'm not going to tell you what to rate us. Rate us one star if you hate us. If you think I do a terrible podcast and you want to tell me how bad I am, you can do that. That is your right. And I will hopefully read something constructive out of that and improve it. Uh, Or if you want to rate it more than that, I will work my butt off to make sure that it is worthy of that ranking. But it is very important to the show, just like any other podcast, that uh, it helps us continue to grow when we do have feedback on that page over on iTunes. So that's very much appreciated. Thanks so much for everyone who's been doing that. And thank you for everyone who's been emailing me one more time, jukeboxpodcast at gmail.com. There might also be an interview in the feed over the next month. I'm not going to put that in concrete yet because I do need to book some guests and move some numbers around in order to get people where I need them to be. But you can expect lots of cool things coming out on this that RSS feed. So keep tabs with that. It's been my pleasure hosting this episode of the Jukebox Podcast, October 2016. My name is Brett Stewart. I'll see you again soon. The Jukebox Podcast is available on all platforms and podcast directories. Visit the show at jukeboxpodcast.com for more content or email us at thejukeboxpodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoy the Jukebox Podcast, please consider rating it on the iTunes Store or in the podcast directory of your choice.